care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, A.J. Salison on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. On 1069thefan.com and the 1069thefan mobile app. Thanks for joining us and a very happy middle of the week to you, one and all. You're on a January 26th. We close out the month of January. Do you hump remember? Day. You love hump day. It's hump day. You love it. Hey, uh, how is your uh, how is your new move into uh, M-Town coming, Mansion Town? Uh, I don't know about Mansion Town. I don't know where that is. <laughs> I don't belong there. <laughs> Hey, I've seen the new home. No, you haven't. It is beautiful. You have not seen. You don't even know. It is, Eric. I do know, and it is a beautiful home. <sighs> it's <laughs> the process of building a home in over the last year and a half. It's been an adventure. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that says all you need to know. That's where Eric is at right now in this life is. <laughs> Gosh. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, so anyway. Fun stuff, Eric. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Full Court Press. Uh, 401 is your kickoff time. Uh, got a lot to get to. Utah State in a big one. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. Um, Eric? Yes? I may or may not have another pair of tickets we got to give away. Oh, we never give away that second, second pair. pair. I still have them. Let's do it. We got to do it right now. Yeah, we do. Got to do we it. We got to give people well, time to actually, get down here hold to get on. Them. Yeah, well, okay. Well, we got to see if people are listening. That's the biggest key right now. Roll call. 435-339-0321 is our text line. You can text in. You know, the great thing is like someone asked me like, hey, what's your text line? And I told them the number. And uh, they said, oh, that's cool. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, the best part about it for you is that you can text in and we have no idea who you are. Because we only see your phone number and that's it. So I have no idea if it's going to be you texting into us. Because <laughs> I don't know your phone number. It's true. And so, anyways, uh, oh, 4260 is listening to us. Roll call, everybody. Let's do it. 4260 says, I'm listening. Appreciate you. 1534. Hola. Aloha. 5452 is listening. Appreciate you. Do a little bit of roll call, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets to tonight's game. San Diego State, Utah State, 0945 with a little bit of fist bump. Fist bump my computer. There you go. Just don't, just don't damage anything. I didn't damage it. You it's don't think good. it's our, This computer right here has never been damaged, and it still sucks. A <laughs> uh, very busy night tonight, AJ, of things going on in the old Yeah, we're not Valley. at all slammed at all here at the media group. Not at all slammed at all. You know... I, I really should open the show first by apologizing to my children. Oh, God, this ought to be good. Here go our listeners. Listeners <laughs> <laughs> are going to tune out now. Sorry, children. We got so excited when we heard that plain white tees were coming to the valley. <laughs> we got tickets. At first, I got four, and then everybody's like, no, I want to. I can't leave, be left out. So I got six. So everybody oh, was going to go. Oh, you're going tonight then. Everybody was going to go. Yeah. And That's why you're I put it then. on my schedule that uh, we're planning 
Saturday night, we're going to go to the Eccles Theater. We're going to go watch Plain White Tees, go have some fun. You guys are going to Plain White Tees tonight? Only thing is, it's tonight, not Saturday. Okay. So, my older kids are working. I also have tickets to the Utah Jazz game tonight. And I was planning on taking my oh my, my gosh, dudes dude! Down I thought to that you were one. leaving early for the concert. So, so you're not going to the concert. I'm not now. going to the concert, dude. Well, did you want to be my a, kids are not happy? Did you want to be a They're 60 year old standing afternoon. above 13, 14, 15 year olds watching? Thankfully, my wife was listening to the radio, uh, one of our sister stations, and uh, heard one of the DJs talking about the concert tonight. She's like, "Wait a minute, is she off or are we off?" And so she asked me, and I asked around, and yeah, we're off. Dad of the year. Hey, guys, I'm we're going sorry, to play white tees. Telling all their friends at school. Uh, kids, you're sending me a text. We're going to the Jazz game tonight. No! They're going to go see a team I that mean, doesn't have Rudy Gobert, honestly, Donovan I mean, Mitchell. First world problems, right? I mean, going to a concert or going to a Jazz game? Well, That's dude, it is tough. first world problems because who wants to go see a team without Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert? The rest of the team's there. They'll make it a game. We saw what they did on Monday. They made Great. a game of it. No, that was without Royce O'Neal and Bogey. So that, those are guys who actually care about playing basketball and who actually try to win and actually put effort into the game. That's not Bogey, Royce, or Mike Conley. Okay, so that's not the only choice of like so some people have to make, yeah. whether to go to the concert or the jazz game. And I understand that's a narrower field, especially for the jazz game, to go all the way down to Salt Lake to watch a late game. But we've got high school basketball going on tonight. Yeah, we do. And we have the Utah State Aggies taking on San Diego State, a big showdown between the Aggies and the Aztecs. Uh, by the way, no Ryland Jones tonight, no Brock Miller. You, in fact, you, from what I've been told from my sources, uh, Brock Miller is going to be out for a very extended amount of time. I would not expect him back for maybe until the Mount West Conference tournament. That's what I think. We'll see. Ryland Jones is out tonight. Uh, he will not play tonight. I don't know if he'll play Saturday, to be honest with you, on the road against the Nevada Wolfpack. So, Aggies are going to have to try and do this without those guys against one of the best teams in the conference. This is a really, really good basketball team. But high school-wise, you got some great games on tonight, Eric. Yeah, here on The Fan, we will have Skyview as they take on Logan. And this will be the only place to hear that game because on... Normally, Logan coverage, you could find that on KVNU, 610 AM and 102.1 FM. But because the Aggies are playing tonight, and that tip time got moved up, uh, KVNU game night coverage, a full one-hour pregame for Utah State versus San Diego State, will start at 7.30 on KVNU. So here on the fan will be the only place to hear that game between Logan and uh, Skyview. Um, Bear River is at Ridgeline. You can hear that on 104.5 The Ranch for the Ridgeline coverage, 104.9 The Ranch for the Bear River coverage. And uh, last but not least, it's going to be uh, Mountain Crest uh, is at Green Canyon, and that'll be on Light FM 100.9 with Craig Hislop on the call, also simulcast at 1077 FM. So besides all those radio stations that you can tune into as you're out and about or going to the game, uh, you can always check in and watch them on Cash Valley Daily. And the other thing that's cool is that if you're at one place, because there's a lot of stuff going on tonight, but you're interested in how things played out in a game that you couldn't get to, you can always go back after the fact. Go back the next morning and you will be able to watch those games again because we archive them. So you can go back and watch all those games. Again, skip ahead as you want. 
go back and watch those replays. And so well, we got a lot of interesting games going on tonight. We It was fun having the girls' basketball game of the week last night, Ridgeline and Bear River, a close game until halftime. And then uh, Ridgeline really kind of separated themselves there in that second half. But um, fun to be able to pr- uh, provide those uh, events on Cash Valley Daily. And then one other really cool event that we're doing this week is on Saturday – uh, went up there today, did a walkthrough with some of their uh, officials up there and some of the people from the region. But um, we're going to be providing full coverage of the Region 11 swim meet taking place at Utah State University. And so, look, there's a lot of sickness going on right right now in our area. So if you don't feel comfortable going and being around a bunch of other people, but you're really interested in what's going on with the swim meet, you can go to cashvalleydaily.com. We'll have full coverage all day. And uh, AJ Knight will be there. He's going to do a great job. And um, we'll have full coverage of what's going on with the Region 11 swim meet. I was at quizzing one of the coaches today. Like, how many how many swimmers will be here? How many will be participating? And he said some, some schools have smaller teams than others. But on average, there's about 40 to 50 students on each team then times that by six wow so that's a lot of students and student athletes and then all their parents and grandparents and friends and aunts and uncles whatever it's impossible to fit them in to one venue so uh go check out cashvalleydaily.com and we'll have the full stream there and aj will provide the updates into who's racing for which event and who had the fastest times you know i really am excited about this event on saturday for swimming uh you know a lot of great athletes in the valley uh just incredible uh, you know um i'm a huge fan of the uh, of the swim meets and i i think this will be a uh, great coverage event for uh Cash I'm, Daily. I'm happy. I'm, it warms my heart to hear you say that uh jay I, it really does i, I mean it i I'm really do i mean it it's good. Hey, five six six two text into our show. Too bad they don't archive the Plain White Tees concert, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should do it. Someone should film it and put it on Cash oh Valley gosh. Daily. There might be some rights fees with that, but <laughs> just put it up on the screen, okay, kids? <laughs> Jazz, you're down by twenty, but look who all oh, look. They're playing your favorite song, let's, guys. Let's let's gather around the television in the front room. <laughs> this is just like being in the concert, isn't it? Gosh. I've never been to a concert in my life. Oh, my word. I've never been to one. See, it's been a long time now, since I have, and I was okay. excited. I mean, it's not like I'm like this huge, diehard, plain white tees guy. I mean, sure. I know like two songs that they had but that, that were hits a couple years ago. But my it was a cool opportunity to go with my whole family and everybody go to a concert together here in town. Uh, well, so, Now it's not going to happen. So I would all – because when I used to work at Bimis Front Home Arena – our studios were on the fifth floor, and the concerts were always in, of course, the arena itself, like the, the stadium. And I would, so you could hear it. Best concert I ever heard from, like, the doors were shut. Our studio doors were, like, walls, glass, those, what, um, soundproof mirrors or whatever, glass. Windows? Yeah, windows. So, you know, because we're doing a radio, we have, like, four different studios there. But you could hear Honestly, I swear to life, when Alice Cooper was there, you heard this sold-out crowd scream, eat my Frankenstein. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. 
and I was supposed to be working. By the way, we're gonna have Steve Clowkey on in about fifteen minutes, and I was producing his uh, the bees game, and I just I heard it and I stopped and I was like, oh. So I took a dead sprint out there, and I watched it for like two seconds, and then I ran back into the studio, and all of a sudden I just I couldn't hear Steve talking, and I was like, oh no. Uh oh. So I was like, uh, Steve, uh, are we on break? I don't hear anything. So I just I pushed the break button, and Steve didn't talk to me the whole entire break. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> Lost his producer. <laughs> it was He's so go worth check it. Out the concert. I had to see it, man. I had to see Alice Cooper in person. It was so worth it. All right, Eric. Um, at four thirty, we're gonna have Steve Klauke on, and you're, and people are like, "Why do we have Steve Klauke?" Uh, I can think of two really big reasons. Give them to me. Robot umpires. Oh, I forgot about this. And Big Poppy. Big Poppy. That's right. David Ortiz used to play for the Salt Lake Buzz back in 98-99. Uh, there's also one other Hall of Famer who did it. Actually, there's two Hall of Famers. One for sure. Uh, that future was, Hall of Famers? Uh, well, yeah. I guess there's a couple future Hall of Famers. But there was one. I guess the first one might surprise you. The first Hall of Famer to ever play for the Buzz. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. So, uh, Steve Klauke called David Ortiz's games on the radio. So we're actually going to talk to uh, him about that, how big of a joke the Hall of Fame really is. Um, yeah, we're going to host him. We're going to host the uh, Hall of Fame a little bit, see if Steve will play along with us. He probably won't, though. Uh, Eric, we got two tickets we got to give away for tonight. we got to get rid of these ASAP as possible. Well, let's be clear which event we're giving these away for. Plain white tees. Uh, these are Eric's <laughs> tickets. Front row. You are going to be able to feel the sweat. Uh, no. And the drip no. of the guy wearing a plain white T-shirt. My my on good you. wife was able to find a good home for our tickets, so these are not my tickets to the concert. Did you give them to your brother? I swear, if you gave them no. to your brother, I'm going to be upset. No, gave them to my builder, dude, and his staff. Wait, didn't you tell me the? Oh, uh, never mind. No, he's been he's, he's been, been good. Good. He's been good. Yeah. Okay, Eric, we got two tickets to tonight's San Diego State Utah State game. How do you want to give these away? Via the text line. Okay. How should we do this? Okay. Okay. Um, name one other uh, current or future Hall of Famer that may have played for the Salt Lake Buzz slash Bees. Oh. Current? Not, well, ex- excluding David Ortiz, of course. Yes. That's too too easy because we've just been talking about one, it. One, five, three, four. Okay, wait, you just said future. Of course it's going to be that one. Of course it's going to be Mike Trout. You should have said who's the first. I don't know who the first is. Paul Molitor. Monitor, whatever How many people know that? Everybody knows that, Eric. Everybody's smart. Our listeners are smart. I didn't know Paul Molitor was a Hall of Famer. 0945, you want to go watch some basketball tonight? Text me back with a uh, heart plus my name emoji. Do that. Sorry, get- one five three four. It was we excluded Big Poppy because we just mentioned him. So Eric cheated. Eric cheated, and he hurt everybody's feelings. Zero nine four five. You want to go to the game? Just text us, let us know, and we'll. If, uh, you, if you can use the tickets. If yeah, you have to go. You tonight. have to be able to use the tickets. Can't give it to somebody else. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So you mentioned one name. His okay. suggestion. Uh, let's Who else go. Could it be? Have it in mind. I'm trying to think because there's a couple of them now. One, Ooh. five, three, four, all good. Okay. Sorry. 
Uh, we got to we got to be better at one, this. One five three four. Could you use the tickets? If you could use yeah, the tickets, yeah. Hey, one five three four. If you want to go, give, give us a heart emoji plus AJ's name plus AJ's name. That means yes. And you have to be able to pick them up, like in the next forty five minutes. Yeah, here at the radio ranch, you've got to book it over here. Tell us one five three four. Two hundred North Logan, Utah. Jeff Newman five six six two. Hold on, let's see what. Uh, Jeff Newman. I don't know who that is. Jeff Newman played ball for the uh, man. He played for the A's. Played for the Red Sox. Wow, pretty cool. Let's see minor leagues. He. Let's see. Oh, there it is. Sorry, I missed it. Uh, he did. Oh, he did. Yep, he played for the Salt Lake City Angels. In 1974. Wow. Batted 303. In 1975, he played for Salt Lake and Toledo. When did he make the Hall? Did he make the Hall of Fame? Hey. I don't know. Uh, I got to look this up. Now, he should have made the Hall of Fame, right? I have no idea. Sorry. Don't know who Jeff Newman was. Ooh, another good guess. Tory Hunter. That is correct. Uh, 6294. You uh you also had a correct answer. Let's uh, okay, so let's go here. Cuz 5662 we got to find out if Jeff Newman made the Hall of Fame though, dude. He did play for the Buzz, but did he make the Hall of Fame? He played in Salt Lake. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah, he played in Salt Lake. Eric, can you look this up for me? <laughs> Which one am I looking up? Jeff Nilton. Did he make the Hall? I don't think he made the Hall of Fame. Jeff Newman? Newman. Oh, man, I put Jeff Nilton. Oops. No wonder they didn't know who I was talking about. Google didn't know. Uh, isn't this amazing radio? This is great radio. This dude, I'm just, awesome. I didn't know Jeff Newman, dude. Who is this dude? Help me out here. Oh, no, 5662 is wrong. Uh, 6294. Tory Hunter. Mr. Center Fielder himself. Uh, one of the best to ever do it. And he uh, appeared on the 2022 Hall of Fame ballot, but did not really gain much progress on it. So he's not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. I did not see. I just looked up. Oh, no. and Jeff Newman is not there. And and Torrey Hunter is not there yet. He will get there, uh, but he's not there yet. So we can agree that Torrey Hunter is the future Hall of Famer? Yeah, he should be. Now, Grant, I think Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling should be too, but what do I know? Because the Hall of Fame writers don't think so. <laughs> 5662, Lefty Gomez did formerly play for the Salt Lake squad. And is a Hall hey, is he Le I don't know. Hey, check on Lefty Gomez. Lefty Grover, I guess. Yeah, Lefty Gomez. They also call him Lefty Grover. Is he a Hall of Famer? I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, I don't see results. Oh, no. wow. Okay. But him. Uh, nope, sorry, I did it wrong. Lefty Gomez is inducted on there? in 1972. And he formerly played for Salt Lake as well. 
I have five six six two. If you want a pair of tickets, you won. Tell us if you can go or not, though. With a heart emoji plus my name. If we haven't made this more difficult enough. <laughs> so you you verified that Lefty played in Salt Lake? Yeah. Steve actually Steve Klauke put it out on Twitter yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there's some people come there were some people asking about who else played for Salt Lake and one guy put out Lefty Gomez. Ah, I was like, no way. Okay. Did some re- deep right. research on that and he is. I have him on my video games, by the way. He's he's one of my relief pitchers. He's so good. He's untouchable. All right. Five six two six whatever your name is. Ticket, whatever, number? 5662. Is going to the game tonight. Okay, so you got to come over to 810 West. What's our what's our 200 address? North. Yeah, sure. Logan, Utah, before 5 p.m. I am right in your number on these tickets, and you'll just give them the number. <laughs> 6789. Did you really just say, eat my Frankenstein? It was a song. I was referencing a song. Eric has said so much worse on this show, and he never gets in trouble. All right, uh, five six six two. Go to eight ten West Second North. It's feed my Frankenstein, by the way. It is. The song is feed, feed my Frankenstein. Wait, 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 wait. It's not eat my Frankenstein. No, it's no, it's feed, feed my Frankenstein. Eat my Fra- dude. That's that's the same. That's the same stupid conversation we had as, as Top Gun. I'm in the danger zone. No. Eat no. my Frankenstein. Feed. Feed my Frankenstein. Well, I just learned something new today, kids. That I've been singing Alice Cooper's song wrong for 28 years. I love you're taking your mic and you're placing it right against the speaker. Oh, man, it is Feed My Frankenstein. Feed My Frankenstein. Man, that's such a good song. 6789, you're the best. 4260 says, did George Yang play? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> George, George Yang, Yang the No, and he's not a future Hall of Famer either. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, uh, we're going to get Steve Klopke on in a little bit. Actually, yeah, let's take a break now. Uh, we'll come back and we'll get uh, some. Uh, we'll get Steve Klopke on the line. We'll talk some Salt Lake Bees baseball. David Ortiz, Big Poppy's in the Hall of Fame. Talk to him about the memories he had calling uh, Big Poppy's games. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. Couples throughout the state buy their rings from S.E. Needham Jewelers because of our low prices, extensive ring selection, and extraordinary benefits and services with financing available. Go to seneedham.com to learn more. We have many unique and beautiful engagement rings starting at $500. You'll find affordable engagement rings with our integrity price guarantee. This is why we are where Utah gets engaged. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock.
Al Sporting Goods has just launched the boat, a boatload of over 10,000 pairs of gloves and hundreds of other winter items at closeout prices. It's the annual boatload of gloves extravaganza. Thousands of gloves from Burton, DeKine, Gordini, and Scott at least 50% off. All remaining winter skis, boards, boots, and bindings at least 25% off. All winter jackets from the North Face, Mountain Hardware, Columbia, and Boulder Gear save 30%. Al's is your fitness equipment headquarters. Every treadmill, elliptical, and recumbent bike at blowout prices. It's the annual boatload of gloves sale going on now. Al Sporting Goods, every sport, every season. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah's fireplace category help you update your home with Napoleon's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Napoleon has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions in all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Sensory sensitivity, repetitious behavior, lack of eye contact. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. My man Lil Zane. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Francis and Jay Salveson here on 106.9 The Fan. David Ortiz is the newest member and the only member of the 2022 Hall of Fame class in Major League Baseball. Off the ballot and in their final year of eligibility, Clemens, Schilling, and Bonds do not make it. But Big Poppy does, and he's a former member of the Salt Lake Buzz. And uh, on the show now with us, and we're playing Big privilege to have him with us as well. Uh, he's a radio voice of the Salt Lake Bees, and uh, he actually had the pleasure of calling David Ortiz's games back in the day. It is Steve Klauke joining us here on the Full Court Press. Steve, good afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Doing well, Ajay. Just uh, sitting back in my hotel room in lovely Greeley, Colorado, getting ready for tomorrow night's uh, Weaver State Northern Colorado game for first place in the Big Sky. Long ways uh, since the day of Utah Weaver State getting it uh, handed to pretty thoroughly by Utah State, but uh, Kobe McEwen and that team looks like they've turned things around, Steve. Yeah, they, they really have. They've, they've, they've played, you know, they've played some uh, much better defense than they did in that particular game. Uh, uh, they've got good balance scoring, and uh, the, the Spaniard uh, guard, Sigu Sosoho Jawara, uh, playing much better of late than he was uh, at that point, and so it's, uh, you know, they, they've had a, they had a big win on the road at Southern Utah on uh, Monday to take advantage of uh, uh, of that one and uh, take over sole possession in the first place, but UNC with a win uh, pulls even with Weber State tomorrow night. So it's uh, it's not going to be easy in the Big Sky. There's five teams within one game of the lead. Cool. Ooh, that's tight. 
That is a tight race. Uh, hey, Steve, we've we've spoken to you before about Mike Trout and mm-hmm. his experience in Salt Lake uh, with with the Buzz or with the Bees, I guess it was when he was there. Um, what was it like for David Ortiz when he was in Salt Lake City, w- watching him? Uh, what kind of a player he was, and then seeing his kind of star rise in the major leagues. You know, it was interesting. Obviously, when uh, Trout came to Salt Lake, it was a lot of ballyhoo, a lot of expectations. He was the number one prospect in all of minor league baseball, and so you knew what to to expect. With David Ortiz, uh, the Twins had uh, just a couple of years before that picked him up from the Mariners organization when he was known as David Arias. He changed his name to uh, last name to Ortiz, so therefore he really was the player to be named later in that field. Uh, but he, uh, <laughs> uh, he was a guy that uh, you know fit uh, you know, a couple of games in uh, 1997, 11 games in 1998. Nothing really to to write home about. And then in 1999, he spent the entire season with the team: uh, 30 homers, 110 runs batted in. Uh, but uh, you know, he was a guy that. You know, really didn't have a, a position at first base. He set a record that'll never be broken in our league, and, and that's 20 errors in one season at first base. He was oh just a bizball over there. And, and and then when the season ends, he goes to the big league club in Minnesota and goes 0 for 20 the rest of the year. And at that point, you pretty much thought he was going to be what's known as a quadruple-A player, a guy who dominates at the triple-A level but just can't hit big league pitching. And little did we know that that, you know, that wasn't going to be the case once he left Minnesota and went to the Red Sox. Part of the problem with Minnesota's longtime manager, Tom Kelly, did not like full-time designated hitters. He used to use that position as almost like a half-day off for the rest of the lineup. And so uh, he was never going to get an opportunity to play on an everyday basis at Minnesota with his lack of defensive ability. Because that year he made the 20 errors. I mean, they gave him all the chance in the world at first base. He, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he only DH'd five or six games that entire season. Oh my gosh! So what? Uh, when he went to the Boston Red Sox, was that via free agency or trade, or how did that happen? I believe he was. Uh, he might have been released. I'm going to have to double check uh, my notes on that. But I know that he uh, was a guy that uh, you know the Twins really had no no use for at that point. And so it was a situation where uh, they had to find something for him, and and uh, obviously he he wound up. Uh, uh, in uh, Boston, and uh, they knew what to, uh, and knew how to use him. So obviously, he was a guy that uh, uh, did so well uh, at, in, in that organization. Just looking at the uh, notes here, here we go. Transactions. He was uh, released by Minnesota on December. I thought that was the case, December of 2002, and then signed as a free agent with the Red Sox in January of 03. So they 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 didn't have to give up anything for him. Steve, um, how often do you keep an eye on players that that came came through Salt Lake or go through Salt Lake, and then how well they do in, in, when they hit the big league? All the time. I mean, that's uh, for me. You know, it, it's twofold. I, I really, really enjoy watching guys who have come through Salt Lake and succeed uh, at some level uh, in the major leagues. Uh, certainly, he's the first full-time Salt Lake player to make it the Hall of Fame. That's not counting Paul Molitor, who had two games as an injury rehab assignment for us in 1998. Uh, but also, there's the other half of me that uh, my heart uh, goes out to the guys who made it to AAA, but for whatever reason, never was able to get to the next level. And it just uh, you know breaks my heart when I uh, you know think about those guys. And but 
the funny thing is, having maintained contact with a lot of them, they've all gone on to uh, to great their careers in other lines of work other than baseball. So it's a, it's twofold. I, I love to watch the guys play in the big leagues. Uh, a few years ago, I went to go to see the uh, a Pirates game at DNC Park, and I've always wanted to go to a game there since they opened that place. And at that particular night, the Pirates had five different players who had played in Salt Lake. So it was kind of fun to uh, to watch them in a Pittsburgh uniform, which obviously with that black and gold uh, uniform uh, uh, on the white, it very much looked like a, a, a bees game with those guys out on the field. So l- let me ask you, then, since you keep an eye on these guys and you watch their careers and you watch enough Major League Baseball, um, David Poppy, or David Poppy, <laughs> Big Poppy, David Ortiz, uh, deserving of the Hall of Fame on the, his first available ballot? I, I think so. I mean, he, uh, to me, he put together the numbers. Not only did he put together the numbers, but he had so many clutch postseason hits to carry the Red Sox on the back. Remember, he hit the big home run in Game 4 that kept that 2004 American League Championship Series alive where the Yankees were about ready to finish off a sweep and send the Red Sox uh, packing once again and not making it to the World Series as they hadn't for so many years. Uh, he really got them going. I think he had another two or three clutch hits during the course of that uh, postseason. And so, so he was a guy that, that you know, obviously a guy like uh, Bonds. Uh, he didn't he didn't get too many uh, opportunities in the postseason. So, uh, but Ortiz certainly made the, the most of uh, what he did. And obviously, he was a, a fan favorite. Uh, the Red Sox fans loved him in Boston. He was a guy that was. Uh, Jovial, he got along with the media, obviously something that Barry Bonds uh, uh, never did when he was uh, a player, and that probably hurt him in his efforts to try to make it to the uh, to the Hall of Fame. Interestingly, I mean, just to get you an idea about, uh, you know, when, when David was in Salt Lake, he was not known as Big Poppy. His nickname was the Big O, obviously, for Ortiz. And, uh, but he had that sense of humor. One night, uh, he was taking batting practice before the game with everybody else, and all of a sudden, he stopped what he was doing, put his bat down on home plate. Nobody had any idea what was going on. He walks around the cage, still no idea what's going on. He comes up to me, takes his hat off, puts it on my head, and says, here, the glare's bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> for those, those who don't know, I'm follically challenged. <laughs> and I ran, oh, in, I ran into him. I saw him about five years ago or four years ago yeah. at the Sundance Film Festival because I was invited <laughs> up to, to go see him uh, because he, w- he was part of a documentary called Baseball or Home Runs for Dogs, I think it was called. And he was doing a bunch of live uh, interviews nationally uh, for Pedigree Dog Food. And uh, uh, so after he was done, I had a chance to chat with him in the. Uh, he, 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 he once he saw the, the top of my head when I took my hat off, he remembered the glare story. <laughs> That's so awesome. I, I, I want to play devil's advocate here for a second because of Bond shilling at Clemens getting left off. Uh, while David Ortiz hit what five hundred plus home runs, five hundred forty-one mm-hmm. to be exact, but his his WAR average or his his WAR was was pretty low. He was only a DH guy full time, um, and I think there was what. 243 guys throughout history, including 65 retired, who are uh, better in regards of the war uh, as a hitting, as a hitter, excuse me. Why, is it the personality and the fact that he had this vibrant, admirable personality, he got along with the media so well, do you think that had a bigger effect on why he got into the Hall of Fame than his numbers did? 
I, I think so. And first of all, I want you to take war, write it down on a piece of paper, and then crumple up the piece of paper and throw it in the garbage. It's meaningless <laughs> to me. It's absolutely meaningless to me. It, and, you know, maybe his overall numbers from that standpoint don't work when you use that to uh, whatever convoluted system that is. However, he always came up big when the Red Sox needed to come up big. And to me, that's what a Hall of Famer is all about. And, and remember, there aren't unless you're a shortstop who played in New York, i.e. Pee Wee Reese and, and some of the others, Phil Rizzuto, you really, I think, have to hit 300 in your career to make it to the Hall of Fame. And Bonds only hit 298. Now, obviously, his on-base percentage was through the roof because of all the walks that he received. And teams walked him when he was on his roll. You know, teams walked him with the bases loaded. Uh, they'd rather give up one than four, which uh, you know, obviously, is a great deal of respect for what uh, Bonds was capable of. But in Bonds and Clemens' case, guys, you know, before they allegedly uh, started using steroids. They were on uh, a course for Hall of Fame careers anyway, so I don't know why they messed it up. I think Bonds was the same as uh, A-Rod from the standpoint that uh, you know he, they, they fell in love with a home run and thought that's what they needed to uh, complete their game as opposed to being uh, the kind of a player that you know, had great all-around numbers and uh, not home run. On, uh, the emphasis wasn't on a home run. Uh, Steve, you've seen so many great players come and go through the league. What is a player that played – within the Salt Lake Buzz or Salt Lake Bees or Salt Lake Trappers that made it to playing, I guess, in the show, if you want to call it that, and then not make the Hall of Fame but deserves a nod. Is there any guys that come to mind? I don't know if he's, – he's definitely a borderline guy, but with all when you consider the entire package – now, you know, Ajay, that I'm a, a, I've always been a big White Sox fan, and Amen. I love, love to watch Harold Baines play. If you put Harold Baines – up against Torrey Hunter, and Hunter spent uh, parts of three seasons in a Salt Lake uniform, I would put Torrey into the Hall of Fame before I would put Harold into the Hall of Fame. So I guess Torrey Hunter would be my number one uh, guy that mm-hmm. played in a Salt Lake uniform that I think probably deserves uh, a shot. Whether he will ever get it, I doubt it, but I think he deserves a shot. Again, talking to Steve Clocky, he's the voice of the Salt Lake Bees. Uh, been, how long have you been in Salt Lake City? Steve, I've I know been you in came Salt Lake from Chicago City, uh, but... for 30 years now, and then this is just finished the 20 official 27th season for the team last year. So this is number 28 coming up, uh, starting April the 5th in Tacoma. That's awesome! Wow. Great career, uh, and always love listening to your broadcasts. Thank uh, you. There's a report just this week that Major League Baseball, well, I guess just say Minor League Baseball, uh, is going to be adopting robot mm. umpires for AAA in select markets, and Salt Lake City was on the list. Your first reaction to that, and uh, how you think it's going to be implemented? (laughs) I I, I don't like it. I mean, I I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to, uh, uh, you know, because the umpires, uh, each different umpire has a different interpretation of what the strike zone is. Uh, They're trying to standardize it a little bit better than it is right now. I, I just think part of the of sports is the human element. I don't think we need to, to take it away, especially at balls and strikes, and especially when it's uh, only a handful of ballparks. I mean, if they were doing it across the board, that's one thing. But I think out of the 10 or 11, whatever it is, uh, uh, AAA parks, they're going to have it. Most of them are in our league, at AAA West. They're not in the East League. And I, I don't like being the guinea pig in a situation like this. And I mean, there'll still be a home plate umpire because somebody has to call on the – 
check swings. And I guess the home plate umpire can concentrate more on the check swing because he can't overrule the robot, even if the robot makes a terrible mistake like we saw some of the videos last year in independent baseball. But I also think that the, it's, it's uh, I, I, I don't know, I, I just don't, I just don't care for it. I mean, uh, let, if you're going to do that, if these lasers and robots are capable of doing that, let's put it in the, in, in especially in the National Football League, for example. And you know, rather than have two old guys, probably most of them out of weight or out of shape, uh, sitting on the sideline with a, uh, a two sticks and a chain that's ten yard long to figure out what's the first down. <laughs> Fair enough, uh, Steve. Obviously, with the baseball in the lockout mode right now. Can and this is kind of a dumb question, but can players get out of the forty-man roster and drop to a Triple A team to go play for a season, or is that not allowed? Or how does that work? No, that's that wouldn't be allowed. They okay. would have to be waived and then clear waivers to be able to do that. So no, okay. that's not uh, that's not uh, that's not. I guess it is remotely possible. But if anybody like that were if, to do that, I'm sure he'd be claimed by another team, which would keep him on the 40-man roster for that club. So the good news is that it does not affect our schedule, but it obviously means that whatever five to seven 40-man roster players we might have, they wouldn't be allowed to play. Hey, and I want to ask you, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, two of maybe the greatest players of this era, honestly, in baseball. It's incredible what they put together in their careers, especially Otani. What do they? What does the Angels have to do to build a roster around these two types of players to get these guys in the playoffs? Uh, starting pitching and relief pitching. I mean, I think they have the position players needed. They've got the two young guys uh, in the corners of surrounding Trout now with uh, Brandon Marsh and Joe Adele, both of whom spent uh, uh, quite a deal of time with Salt Lake last year. I think those guys uh, are the real deal. And I... And you know, I think a healthy Anthony Rendon gives them a lot of protection in the lineup uh, playing third base. So, uh, and and Jared Walsh, who uh, hit 36 home runs for Salt Lake in, in 2019 and was a major league All Star this past year. In fact, his 36 broke David Ortiz's record for most home runs in a season by a left-handed batter for the Salt Lake franchise. Uh, I think the offense is there. It's just a matter of pitching. They, they they've uh, not been able to get any of the big name. Uh, uh, Starting pitchers, the relief core has been horrible over the last few years. It's just a matter of being, and they, they did go out before the lockout started and uh, ink a few guys to contracts that I think will be uh, helpful to the rotation. But they, they really just haven't haven't made that big splash move that they needed to make to really solidify the uh, uh, rotation that they need, especially in the American League West. You know, Oakland's always good. Seattle seems to be. Uh, on the rise, Texas can always be a thorn, and obviously you have the Houston uh, Astros, the defending American League champion. So you really, uh, to me, it all comes down uh, to pitching because I think they have all the and staying healthy. They because uh, they have all the pieces in place. I think as far as position players are concerned. In your gut, does Major League Baseball get this figured out before the season starts? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, they're, they're actually today meeting for a second straight day. It sounds like there's been quite a bit of progress. I, I know they're hoping, and the people in Arizona and Florida are hoping they get it done before the spring training game starts. But, you know, if they miss a week or two of spring training, I don't think uh, uh, a lot of people are going to shed any tears. But I really, uh, unless something completely falls apart, I'm pretty optimistic that spring training games will start on time. Hey, I know David Ortiz now being a part of the Hall of Fame. There's, he's not the only Buzz or Bees guys to be able to do so. 
who's the greatest in your mind as of right now as it speaks greatest buzz or bees player that has made the hall of fame in your opinion well, considering it's uh, only Paul Molitor and David Ortiz, I'm going to have to go with oh, David is Ortiz. It? But, but obviously, uh, when the time comes, Mike Trout's going to be there. There's no doubt about it. Did Lefty Gomez make? Did Lefty Gomez or Lefty Grover not make the Hall of Fame then? Yeah, both of them did. I oh. think I have to double check, but I know that. Uh, uh, I, I guess the the one guy in the Hall of Fame that played in the old Davies, which is no connection to our franchise whatsoever, would be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Tony Lazari, who was an outfielder for the Yankees back in the late 20s and early 30s, because uh, uh, a lot of people think, well, yeah, those teams were named the Bees, yes, but that has nothing to do with this particular franchise. This particular franchise uh, came from uh, uh, Portland, and, and the team that was in before us, the Gulls, uh, back in the late 70s, early 80s, that's now the Albuquerque Isotopes, because they left here, uh, left Salt Lake, and went to uh, uh, Calgary for a number of years before relocating to uh, Albuquerque. Steve Clowkey, voice of the Salt Lake Bees and voice of the Weber State Wild uh, Wildcats. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on our show. Greatly appreciate you. Be safe in Denver and good luck to you guys. All right, thanks. Appreciate it, Andre. All right, take care. Thanks, Steve. Uh, what I mean, gosh, this guy's a walking encyclopedia, walking history novel. Have you ever been? In, I, I mean, I need to take so you good. to a Bees game. I honestly need to take you and your family to a bees game and take you up to his press box. Go into his booth, and you will see, I mean, his equipment for radio and, a, you know, like, a, I, honestly, a thick stack of note cards of notes of every single player on the team that just builds up as the season goes on. And then on the right side of the wall, you're going to see a stream of books of every single Major League Baseball team almanacs for years just loaded up. I mean, it is a small booth with a lot of information inside of it. I've always had a really high level of respect for those who call baseball games, particularly on the radio, because they don't have the benefit of uh, of, of TV where they can lay out. Like TV, guys calling a, bro- a baseball game on TV can lay out for a little bit because everybody's watching the same thing. And you don't have to fill in all the little gaps and fill time. But... Uh, those guys that are doing it on radio, they have to fill every second. And those are long broadcasts Dude, he, with a lot of downtime in between. Look, I sat with him over 500 games as his producer. And just, I was always amazed. Always amazed that he could. We were down one time, I think 19 to nothing to the Fresno Grizzlies in the sixth. And they don't have a mercy rule, Eric. It is just flat out. You're down 19. You got to figure it out because you're going to the ninth no matter what. Dude, he killed it. I mean, it was awesome. And then there was a night that we went 18 innings in Sacramento, and it was like nine a. It was like one a.m. in the morning, and the bees were trending on Twitter, in so much that there was people all over the country listening to Clowkey's broadcast because Sacramento stuff had broken down, and Steve Clowkey's like his broadcast was streaming, and dude, it was awesome. It was like one of those memorable nights for me, even though it was my fault that we went 18, according to Steve. But, dude, I love that guy. Nine nine seven five eight text in. High respect for baseball broadcasters. Huge respect for those that do it solo. And I've asked Steve, I was like, hey, you ever want a color guy? And he's like, no. Nope, never. He's like, I just, I can't do it. And he used to do games on KJS TV for baseball for bees because it always broadcasts three games a year. And he would rather much do radio. No question at all. Incredible. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Stuff. 
Coming back, we'll uh, wrap up the first hour of the Full Court Press here on 106.9 The Fan. Sunday, it's the championship round of the NFL playoffs as we bring you a special doubleheader. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs host Joe Burrow and the Bengals in the AFC title game. Then, two division rivals battle each other for the NFC championship when the Rams take on the 49ers. Who will advance to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles? Hear the playoff picture unfold right here. Pre-game begins at noon, Sunday on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. My name is Emily Bringhurst, and I encourage you to become a student at New Horizons Beauty College. I have really been so grateful for the instructors and for everything that they have taught us. I feel like they do so well, and they go above and beyond to make sure that we are so prepared once we get out into the salon and that we don't have any questions and we're just confident in what we do. My name is Emily Brinkhurst, and I recommend becoming a student at New Horizons Beauty College. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon Blotter and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. The best high school basketball in the state is being played in Northern Utah. And every Region 11 high school basketball team is broadcast on local radio and now video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. All the games are covered on air and online with a dedicated broadcast crew for each school. Listen or watch the exciting action of every game. And after the game is over, go back and watch it again. All the details are available right now on CashValleyDaily.com. High school hoops, the biggest games of the week. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent, here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752-9493. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary and we could be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and Southern Idaho. Or online at alpinehomemedical.com. Mountainland RV presents the second annual Cache Valley RV Show on February 3rd, 4th, and 5th at the Cache County Fairgrounds Event Center. Travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, new and used will be available to tour inside the event center with special financing available and tons of free prize giveaways. Mountainland RV will present brands like Keystone Hideout, Primetime Avenger, Bullet Sprinter, and Cherokee Wolfpack toy haulers. Don't miss the biggest outdoor show Cache Valley's ever seen. Mountainland RV's second annual Cache Valley RV Show, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th at the Cache County Fairgrounds Event Center. 
Are you ready for Valentine's kisses and wishes? It's time to make your Valentine's Day reservation for the Sweethearts Buffet at the Riverwoods Conference Center on Saturday, February 12th. Experience a fun night of live music and a delicious selection of carving station entrees that include garlic rosemary prime rib, cherry smoked pork loin, and herb roasted turkey. It wouldn't be Valentine's without a decadent dessert bar filled with all your favorite dreamy sweets. Now as for the kisses, better make your reservation today. Riverwoods Conference Center. Call 750-5151. 750-5151. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full court press, Eric France and Ajay Salveson. A big thank you to... Uh, he's been sportscaster of the year in the state of Utah, and if I'm going to be bold... He'll be in the Utah Hall of Fame broadcasting without question. He'll be in the Utah Hall of Fame broadcasting uh, one day in the future. Steve Klauke joining us on the Full Court Press. Great great stories, great time with him. He's always the best. Uh, Hey, don't forget, everybody, uh, with the winter weather here and uh, more to come, don't forget to go to Napa Auto Parts, any of your locally owned five locations from Preston to Providence, always with the best price on the best parts. You can receive a $20 rebate on a purchase of any Napa legendary battery. Uh, gate mouth tool bag for just five ninety nine, fifty pound bag of blue heat ice melt for just ten dollars. That and many other great deals. Don't again, don't forget to go get your car taken care of at any of the Napa Auto Parts stores. Preston to Providence, Napa knows how. Or even Preston to Providence, or Providence to Preston. Either way, you started that. So no don't you which dare. Way you're facing? You started that <laughs> call. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get to it, uh, Eric. It is time to get to our player of the week. We missed this in the last uh, show, so we'll do it now. Uh, who's your player of the week? I give it to field goal kickers in the NFL. Oh, love it, love it. Evan McPherson, a 52-yard field goal as time expires to give Cincinnati the win. He was four for four. His longest was 54 on the night. So he had a 52-yard and a 54-yarder. Uh, Robbie Gold. 45-yard field goal as time expires. He got the 49ers the victory. He was two for two. Uh, and it's like I said, 45-yarder to win the game. Matt Gay, 30-yard field goal as time expires. to give the Rams the victory. He was three for four. His long was 40 yards. And then Harrison Butker, a 49-yard field goal as time expires in regulation to force overtime, which helps get the Chiefs to overtime where they eventually win. He was three for four. His long, 49 yards. Just a great weekend for field goal kickers in the NFL. That's a good one. Mine's going to be Boise State men's basketball. Remember that stretch we talked about and how difficult it would be for them? Boise beats New Mexico 71-63, beats Air Force 62-56, beats Utah State 62-59, beats San Diego State 42-37, beats Wyoming 65-62, and then uh, we get Fresno State and uh, is at Wyoming next Thursday. Boise State men's basketball is just rolling right now. Just like Utah State's losing a lot of close games, Boise's winning a lot of Finding ways to win. 13-game winning streak, and two or three of those are over some of the top teams in the league. San Diego State gets Utah State tonight. The only undefeated team in conference. Yeah, they have been absolutely phenomenal. San Diego State's going to be a monster tonight. We're going to preview that game. We're going to preview Jazz Suns as well. Uh, we'll also have our What Went Wrong Wednesday. Where does it start in the NFL? It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press on 1069 The Fan. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 
The Baseball Hall of Fame is one of the most exclusive clubs in professional sports, but yesterday Cooperstown welcomed a new member in former Red Sox slugger David Ortiz. In his prime, Big Poppy was one of the more feared power hitters. He also had a reputation for coming up big in the clutch. That helped him win three World Series titles. But Ortiz's resume doesn't stop there. The powerful lefty is 17th all-time in home runs, has a 286 career batting average, and was the World Series MVP in 2013. Despite all of that, many people will be talking about the voters' decision to not allow Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in. But Ortiz deserves his recognition. Becoming the first ballot Hall of Famer is not easy. Baseball's inducted just 268 total players, only 58 have made it in on their first ballot. That's rare company, and it deserves to be recognized because it's hard to imagine seeing another player quite like David Ortiz. But as a fan of playoff baseball, I hope we do. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is... Of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the, it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're going to stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Hold up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 8, 10, go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stop him. three. The High Schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it again. Hour number two here on the middle of the week. It's a Wednesday, January 26th, 5.02, your uh, kickoff time on the Full Court Press. That's Eric Franson. I'm AJ Salveson. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Also on 1069thefan.com. Streaming on our 1069 uh, mobile app for free. You can find it in the app stores anywhere, everywhere you go. I had a chance to talk to Steve Klauke in the last hour, voice of the Salt Lake Beast. We talked about Papa, Big Papa, Big Papi. Or Big Papa, David Poppy, as David I call David Poppy, him. yeah. Or, hey, whichever you want to call him. Big he's O. A whole, a big O. He's a Hall of Famer now. Uh, he's he's the only elected candidate. And he, by the way, why did we talk to Klauke about Poppy? Well, it's because Poppy played for the Salt Lake Buzz back in 98-99 uh, seasons and uh, sucked back then, too. And it's too much that Minnesota traded him one year before the Red Sox would go on to back-to-back LCS appearances and a World Series championship as well. That, the catalyst, was David Ortiz. So that's why Minnesota hasn't won a playoff game since 04. <laughs> it's because they traded David Ortiz. The curse. The curse. Big puppy. The puppy a curse. Hey, uh, again, thanks for everybody doing our show. 435-339-0321 to text in. 435-339-0321 to, uh, to text in. Uh, we'll have our What Went Wrong, which, by the way, Eric, 6891 text in. I have a what went right instead of a what went wrong. Oh. How cool is this story? Okay. KC fans are donating to Buffalo's Children's Hospital in honor of a great game that they had the other weekend. That is In the really AFC cool. uh, Divisional Round. That's pretty I awesome. I see that. Yep. Awesome. Very cool gesture. Uh, we'll also uh, we'll get talking about San Diego State, Utah State. Tonight, 830. This game is on FS1. By the way, they're calling it remotely. They will not be there. So if it sounds weird... It is because they have a bare-to-bones broadcast. They only have, like, a producer and a small truck there. 
to set up the broadcast. The Everybody else is home. We're doing it remotely. Okay. So it's going to sound a little bit weird. Just bear with him. Uh, Al will not sound weird. At least we hope not. Nope. He'll have his pregame coverage at 7.30 with Jalen Moore. Always do a great job, a full one-hour pregame uh, to get you ready for the game as you're on your way to the Spectrum or if you're out and about going to a concert because you actually because Eric gave you his tickets because he double ticketed or going to a high school game or whatever you, wherever you may be going, uh, take your radio with you, fire up the mobile app, and um, great uh, content getting you ready for that matchup. And we'll hear coach's comments coming up here a little bit later on, Coach Odom. A um, couple things that really stand out about San Diego State, AJ, is that. Great defensive team, struggle a little bit to find some offense, but a guy who has really come along lately is Matt Bradley. Since the start of conference play, I should, uh, should give a shout-out to uh, Jake Ellis in his preview of the game tonight on Cash Valley Daily, points this out. But uh, since conference play, really since the start of the year, he was before you know, a solid player, averaging double figures, but he's upped it. He's now averaging about 19 points, six and a half boards, and one and a half assists per game. His three-point shooting has also improved from 34% to 45%. And the uh, guy's a baller. And uh, Coach Odom compares him to James Harden. You'll hear him later explain why. But uh, this is he's going to be a handful. The thing about the Aztecs is they've, they've got – Bradley, and he's a 6'4 guard who can score and really shoot well from outside, but they've got multiple guys that can score. It's not like they have like a main focus guy who's going to go get a ton of buckets, so I guess you could say Bradley is that guy, but he is the only one who averages double figures for San Diego State. For them, it's all by committee and by grinding it out, making it really difficult for you to do what you want to do and just giving themselves enough chances to have more opportunities to score points. Um, so if Utah State can find some air, find some space, and can make their shots, that might be too much to ask because this team has struggled with that. They've had looks. They just haven't been able to put it through the hoop. But if they can um, – Boy, they're going to give themselves a much, much better shot at beating this team. San Diego State's only favored by one. That's crazy to me. Hey, can I ask our listeners? Uh, text in at 435-339-0321. What is your confidence going into this game? Like, do you still have hope after seeing the Aggies get their hearts just ripped out of shreds in front of their own eyes by team after team after team in the Mountain West Conference play? Do you still have confidence that this team can pick it up, turn it around, and turn this ship right side up and be ready for the Mount West Conference Tournament? Or are you just like, you know what, it's not our year, it's not our time, all the bad luck seems to go our way, so I don't have, I have no faith at all. I am very to none confident that we are going to win this basketball game. Because part of me tells me, you know what? Like, we're this close, Eric. The Aggies are this close from getting a big win. And and if San Diego State's that big win, it's going to really boost their confidence. See, I I am not – well, frustrated, yes. I'm not discouraged 
because the team's fighting, they're competing, they're playing hard. They're getting looks, and that's the big thing. They're getting looks. What I'm really most interested tonight to see is if the offense changes, if the offensive mindset changes. Will Coach Odom change what he wants his team to do with that time off that they had, or are they just fine-tuning what they already know and just trying to get better at what they've already been taught? Because they've had opportunities. They just can't get it done in the clutch. They're just not as efficient as they need to be when it matters the most. So for that, yes, it's frustrating, but I'm not discouraged. If, if this team was losing by double digits every night and we're just throwing our hands in the air like, where's the answer? We don't know who can even help this team. I think that's something different. I, I like how Sean Berstow has emerged off the bench and how he's been a spark. Um, I think that Bean is a great player. I like what Coach Odom said, that maybe we've been force-feeding him a little too much and that takes him out of where he is the most effective on the court. So I'm really interested to see how this team approaches the game a little bit differently today after having so much time off to, A, rest and, and take a breather, and, two, self-evaluate what they've done so far and why they're competitive but they just can't get the win. And then three, did they put enough time in the gym to get shots up and yeah. be more effective? Yeah, I'm with you. That's And that's going to be one of the bigger things is if they're able to kind of put it together. Um, when I say put it together, I mean just especially in the clutch. Now, again, there's no Rylan Jones, no Brock Miller tonight. Justin Bean was battling a cold, but he'll be good to go tonight uh, for the Aggies. Uh, he practiced yesterday. He didn't practice the day before. But it's just, I mean, you're that close. I don't think there's any reason to have your head down. We have a couple texts, Eric, here. 5374 says, I'm not very confident, sadly. I think missing a solid big man is hurting us, and it's it's been killing them. Armis had a heyday inside the post for Boise State against the Aggies. And you got to, I mean, they, they're loaded with height. I mean, they got a bunch of guys with great height, and it's going to be a problem Again tonight. And then uh, 533, Dear Brian Dutcher, we have no beet juice left in stock. Signed Cash Valley Crochers of Minutes Association. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're, that's right. I forgot they're uh, beet juice guys. That's true. Always that's right. good stuff. Uh, again, this game will be televised on FS1. Uh, but get your tickets at UtahStateAggies.com. There's plenty available, to be very honest with you. So go get your tickets. and a lot uh, going on tonight. Yeah. And there is. There's high school basketball all over the Valley. We'll get to that in just a little bit of where you can find those games at. Um, and uh, we also got plain white tees. That's a big deal for a guy who's 50. Who's that? <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm not 50. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Have some respect. Uh, you're adding yours. And you know what? Anxiety already. Uh, you know, and I think what's kind of getting hid for some reason underneath all this, this big matchup, Eric, isn't it crazy that this this game tonight is the matchup of the last three years of Mount West Conference championship games in the tournament? Yeah, it's it's come down to these two teams. It's been these two teams for the last three years in the Mount West Conference uh, championship, and for San Diego State, it's their third game in five days for the Aztecs. Uh, they have not. Uh, they had not played in two weeks, 
and had played just three times in 35 days prior to this 3-5 and five stretch. So, I mean, this is just like, oh, whoa, okay, now we're playing basketball. Here we go. Uh, they've won, they'd won 11 consecutive meetings from 14 to 19, uh, but now they've split the last six games between the two teams. It'll be the fifth straight meeting between the two teams that has not been played in San Diego in, in the, or in the 2020 Mountain West Tourney. Let's see, make sure I read this right. This will be the fifth straight meeting between the two teams that has not played in San Diego. That's right, because last year, Eric, they played two at home in Logan. Oh, that's right. So you had the 2020 Mount West Tourney, the 2021 uh, two games in Logan, and the 2021 Mount West Championship game. And now 2022's in Logan. How crazy is that? Well, San Diego State hasn't been on the road since New Year's Day. They have not played a road game since January 1st. That's nuts to me, man. That is crazy. Colorado State was at their place. Boise was at their place. UNLV was at their place. So, this uh, there's opportunity here for USU. Like, it's just can they generate enough offense? Again, San Diego State ranks among the best in the in the nation in regards of defense. They're second in scoring defense in the country. Eric, fifty six and a half points. They're first in effective field goal percentage at forty one point five. They're fourth in field goal percentage defense at 36.5 and 11th in three-point field goal percentage defense at 27%. In addition to that, the Aztecs are second in the Kempom adjustment defense, uh, defensive efficiency at 86.3. That is impressive. The final score, this is not a halftime score. No. The final score of Boise State and San Diego State, 42-37. to 37. Oh. Points are a premium when you face these guys. Uh, their opponents have scored 57, 55, 49, 42, and 55. They do not let you score. Yeah, they and they hound you defensively, especially in the perimeter. Again, the guards are going to have to be very – they're going to have to handle the physicality of uh, San Diego State's guard lineup again for the second game in a row after Boise State. By the way, 6-2-1-1, are you giving away any tickets for tonight's Aggie game? We gave him away uh, in the first hour, hour, man. So sorry. 8360 text in says, I hope they practice free throws during the break. They, I don't know how else you fix that, man. Like, right. you're and at home. Look, so many of these games in conference play, a few made free throws, one better possession, vastly different outcome. That's how close these games have been. That's how close the margin of error is playing against the top half of the conference. And they're not done. They're no. a big one tonight. Yeah, not at all. Eric, can I ask you, uh, as physical as Boise State's guard lineup was against Utah State from defense to offense, how do you feel like the guards handled that for Utah State, the physicality? Uh, well, got one guy knocked out. Um, Rylan Jones is out of the mix. But it would be nice to have him tonight. Just a veteran player on the court to be able to handle that pressure. But I think that the Aggies guards handle that physicality okay. I I I think Ashworth handles it great. Idle Rock's really good. I think Idle Rock, these are his kind of games. He's like Alfonso Anderson in a way. Can be. Yeah. I and if I, he can be consistent. And you see, and again, I think the biggest key is to stay out of foul trouble. Gotta stay out of foul trouble tonight too, especially for the big men. Yeah. The Boy, if we can have Vath. a performance out of Idle Rock like the Aggies saw in his last time out, oh, that'd be a huge help. Do you huge, see, huge help. Do you want to see more of Shimon? Um, Give me your thoughts. 
it's, I don't know why we don't see more of him. Because he just has that big body, right? And I think if he plays physical enough, he could handle it. And he's got great IQ, too, and he's a good free-throw shooter. Give him a shot. 7854 text in. San Diego State 59, Utah State 48. No defense. I think he's talking about the Aggies. Well, San Diego State does uh, um, struggle to score, but um, that would be one of their – well, they did score 80 against UNLV in their last time out. So they scored 79 against Colorado State. They put 62 on UNLV the last time they played them. So they can score, but their forte is just getting after you and taking away all of your space. They don't they don't give you any oxygen on the court at all. Yeah, and I, I and just a big man too. Like again, I, I think you mentioned their heights. Do you have the heights again? Yeah, they're a long team. Yeah, I think we got Akisha Johnson six seven. Uh, they have Matt Bradley six four. He's a guard and he's six four. He'll start tonight. Trey Pulliam is six three as a guard. Uh, you'll have Mensah. He's six ten. Yep, it's a forward. But they've got what did I tell you one two three six six forward four five. He's Louise, dude. Six guys at six foot nine or or bigger. Projected starters for tonight for San Diego State are Keisha Johnson at six seven, Matt Bradley at six four, Trey Pulliam at six three, Lamont Butler at six two, Nathan Mensa at six <laughs> ten. Oh, I love basketball. Yeah, we're. We're hosed. I, I don't like Man, I don't wanna I'm not gonna I'm not drinking that. You're I, not being a Debbie Downer yet? No. I, I think that this team has been competitive. I think they've been close. Uh they know like they know what they need to do. It just hasn't been able to to it hasn't been break through just yet. And with a little bit extra time off to because it was one really tough team after another. And this is as much of a mental break that they've needed a rest as a physical one to step back and, oh, we've been through the grind. We just keep playing and playing, and we just can't – we're competing. We just can't win. I think this is a really good opportunity for them to step aside, reflect, okay, this is, this is what I need to do to be better as a player. Because so much of these was, we don't have time for that. we got to get ready for the next opponent. We got to scout the next team. We don't have time to f- address what you need to do to be better, and take time in the gym or with a, a coach specifically, one on one to work on some things. They've been able to do that these last few days. So, look, I'm not saying they're going to come away and win by ten points, and all of a sudden go on this crazy run. It's possible, but I, I think that this team. Uh, uh, well, let me put it this way. I'm really, really interested to see how this team reacts and how they come out in this game. What changes did the coaches make and how how much better are the players after this little break? How much are they going to miss Ryland tonight and just willingness to be physical? Right? I think you pointed it out. I, I just – who who played point guard? It was Ashworth, right? Who started? Yeah. I, I forgot. Ashworth. Yeah. Bearstow's there. And then they had uh, Adelrock come Adelrock, off the bench. Yeah. Does Adelrock continue to come off the bench? Yeah, that's another question. He was effective coming off the bench. The Z 
see more minutes. Zee Hamoda, athletic, can get up, can run. Can he handle the defensive pressure that's, that's going to be thrown at him? That's the question. And can he play defense mm-hmm. against these guys? That's that's another question to that as well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a tough one. Again, uh, what, 7.30 pregame with Al Lewis, Jalen Moore, and then postgame with John Russell. Uh, Jalen Moore will, will pop in as well. Al Lewis will be there to take care of you guys. Uh, we got a slew of high school basketball games going on throughout tonight. We'll get to those here in just a little bit as well. Uh, but don't forget, 7.30 pregame here on KVNU, 6.10 a.m. Uh, and then we'll have the postgame recaps. you find on CatchTallyDaily.com. Photos uh, and uh, a recap replays. of the game. Replays. Yep, replays. Uh, you will have – what else? And then we'll have the recap tomorrow, I guess, on uh, here on the Full Court Press. Yeah, and Jake, Jake Ellis will be up there. He'll have the recap on Cash Valley Daily later tonight. For one five three four, I agree with all you're saying, but I don't have the confidence in them until they actually win one of those one of these close ones. I get it, and I and uh, I, I'm I, there. I, I get I agree. it too. Right, I you prove it to me that you can win one of these. Yeah. Sure, I I totally understand. Shouldn't feel bad for feeling that way because they've let you down. They've let us. Like they've uh, they've been there. All these games within a possession late for them to be able to win. Uh, don't forget, next week, Al is going to be very, very busy. There are three home games next week. It starts with Air Force on uh, Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Inside the Spectrum, San Jose State comes to visit in a makeup game on February 3rd. And then on Saturday at 4 o'clock, it's Utah State in UNLV inside the Spectrum. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, pre-games, post-games, Photos, recaps, CashValleyDaily.com. Find it all there as well uh, here at the Cash Valley Radio Network, the uh, best place to get all your Aggie news going on at Utah State. Uh, let's take a break. Eric, you're going to say Sarinara, and uh, you're going to skip. Well, I need to give you my what went wrong first. Yes, and by the way, you need to give me your pick six gift too. It's coming. I, it, it's coming. Yeah, yeah okay. What went wrong, Eric? I don't know what it is yet, but it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) I will make it good. So disappointed in you. I will make it good. Uh, Okay, what went wrong Wednesday? We haven't done this segment for a little bit, but uh, just saw this. This is from the Standard Examiner. Um, Cody Carlson. Weber State kid, right? Plays at Weber State. Aggies saw him. Um, look, he played. He started 23 games last year. Then with the COVID year, he gets an extra year. So he's one of those super seniors. Yeah, he's uh, a good ball player. He missed some games earlier in the year with because of COVID stuff. But he started nine games this year. Um, and uh, is that right? Or did he start a few more than that? Anyway, it's he's he's played a significant amount of games this year. Um, and uh, all of a sudden. All of a sudden, like, just now, he's quitting the team. And it's not because he's, like, done playing basketball. It's because he's going to go play in Serbia on a professional basketball team. Wait, he's leaving the team to go play in Serbia? <laughs> yes. Isn't that bizarre? Look, he played in 15 of the season's 19 games. He started in 11 of those. Um, and now he's just like, you know what? It's been fun, Wildcats. I'm going to head overseas, take my shot in Serbia. Wait, time out. Hold on. He's leaving now? Now. 
He's not like declaring this is what I'm going to do when the season's done. He's like, done. He's leaving now. I wish I would have seen this before we spoke to Steve Klauke. Get his reaction. <laughs> He's leaving the team to go play in Serbia. They have 12 scholarship players now. Hey, how are things going on in Ogden and Weber State? Yeah, I'm going to go play by ball in Serbia. Oh, that's a kick in the gut for Weber State for Coach Randy Ray. Randy Ray, here's the statement he's, he put out. I'm happy for Cody to have this opportunity to play professionally. It's been a pleasure to coach Cody and to have him part of our program. He's a wonderful person. We wish him nothing but the best of luck in his professional career. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the, on the way out. He didn't say that. I'm sure he thought it, though. Oh, man. He has that left is the nuts. program effective immediately. Announced the t- the program announced today. I just who does that in the middle of the season with your college team? And as Klauke said, they're battling for first place in the Big Sky. Hey, you know, hey, it's been fun, guys. See you guys going to Serbia. Ogden's awesome. Like uh, but Serbia's I don't want to better be here anymore. Good gosh. Uh, seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> 7854 text in, Utah State's problem is that they are neither athletic nor scrappy. They have a little bit of both and therefore have a hard time competing with other teams. Hate to say it, they don't have an identity. They're still working on that. 1534, that's saying, uh, the saying is don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. <laughs> Serbia's going to split him in half. Oh, my word. Dude, he's done so for there. So bizarre. I, maybe this has happened in other places. I've never heard of someone I've leaving in the middle of the season. Of a college player. Quitting on his team mid-season. I mean, there's still a month and a half of basketball. Maybe not a full month, depending on how well Weber State does. They might get a month and a half. But there's there's a lot of basketball still to be played on your college team. And you're just saying goodbye? So weird. I don't get it. <laughs> 7854. I heard AJ got a contract offer at Madagascar. I take it. I hang out with the Lions and the Lambs. The giraffes do a sports show over there. They'd love me. Those weird monkeys. What? The weird monkeys? They're all the same. Nothing weird about them. <laughs> Talking about orangutans? Wait, are they, no, are they what? Lemurs? Is that what they're called? No, they're Okay, now you're just making stuff up. <laughs> I don't remember what they're called. Now you're just making freaking stuff up. Good heck. <laughs> all right, we got to take a break. Uh, Eric's going to leave to go to... Uh, Film, playing white tees, and then get over to the Jazz game. I can't believe you. your kids were so excited, and now they have to go watch the Jazz get I, their butts kicked by the Suns. I got like months and months and months ago. And then when the announcement came out for playing white tees, I'm like, oh, that'll be cool. We'll get them. I didn't even realize we'd double booked on the same night. My kids are so mad at me. Oh, yeah, dude. Now we're going to watch a crappy Jazz basketball team. Thankfully, get their butts handed to you by the sun. My wife who broke it to them because we didn't okay, realize time this out. until so I was So did you work. make your kids go to the jazz game instead then? Well, my older kids have to work tonight. Here. Did you make your kids go to the jazz game instead of being able to go watch plain white tees? Well, I, no. I mean, my younger ones could go, but who was going to take them? Because I'm going to the jazz game. You know, Eric, <laughs> what the fetch, man? <laughs> You owe your kids a trip to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, they deserve something, that's for sure. They won't get it for like another two weeks, down. I'll tell you that, just <laughs> as a pick six, like pick six winner. Getting you taken care of with Call. pick six. All right, Eric's going to get out of here. When we come back, you're going to hear from Ryan Odom as he gets ready for the San Diego State Aztecs 
All coming up here on the Full Court Press on 1069, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, Tanaj Salveson. I will hurt somebody's feelings! Royce O'Neal, his offense has totally evaporated and disappeared. He's never had an offense. You always defend him. Well, he's going the best defensive player guy, and uh, that really matters. Well, guess what, Eric? He sucks at offense, and now you finally see it, and you're like, Hey, where's his offense at? 9176, Ajay's Eric impression, spot on. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Boats full of gloves from Burton, DeKine, Scott, Gordini, and more, 50% off at Al Sporting Goods. 10,000 gloves in every size, every color, men's, women's, and children, all 50% off. Screamer beanies, $9.99. All slippers save 50%. The North Face, Vans, Teva, and more. All winter skis, boards, boots, and binding save 25%. Ski goggles starting at $14.99. Clearance prices on Nordic Track and Proform treadmills and ellipticals in stock on sale. Every winter helmet remaining, you save 30%. Deals in every department during Al Sporting Goods' boatload of glove sale. Al Sporting Goods, every sport, every season. What's more important than sleep? Granted, some things are, but not many. This is Ryan at My Mattress, and here we offer the best solution to better sleep, a better mattress. IntelliBed, the gel mattress, cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible. Or come in and choose a Tempur-Pedic that boasts 93% of their owners love their bed. My Mattress, offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by at their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof loyalty program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays at 5 on Saturday. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. You know, thanks to uh, 6789... It is not eat my Frankenstein, it's feed my Frankenstein. I didn't know that. I just learned something new today. <laughs> full Court Press, 5.31 your time. We're getting ready to uh, finish off the half hour and finish up the evening of the Full Court Press here on a Wednesday evening. So grateful to have you guys joining us, however, wherever you're doing so, on 106.9 The Fan. Ask, uh, <laughs> boy, I about to say something bad. Uh, Aggies Aztecs coming up here uh, in about three hours, 8.30 tip-off. Uh, game will be on FS1 pregame with Al Lewis, Jalen Moore at 7.30 postgame. Jalen Moore, Al Lewis, John Russell will all be a part of it. Uh, give you guys a chance to call in or text in and share your emotions and your thoughts on uh, this Aggie. We hope to be an Aggie winning in a slew of conference games. The Aggies just, they can't get a break from the basketball gods. I mean, it's just been one thing after the other. No Ravin Jones tonight, no Brock Miller tonight. Uh, both are out to, for this one. Justin Bean is good to go. 
Uh, he was battling a cold, but uh, and he didn't practice a couple days ago, but he practiced yesterday, so he, uh, he'll he be playing tonight. They're going to need him. They're going to need everybody. All hands on deck for it's a very, very talented San Diego State uh, Aztec squad. In fact, the Aztecs are 14-5 against Utah State. They're 3-2 against BYU, 2-1 against Utah, and they're 1-0 against Southern Utah. It's not too bad. That combined since the 13-14 season, they're 20-8 against the teams from the state of Utah. And on the road, uh, they've been really good as well. So uh, this is a good basketball team, very athletic, very tall, good in size, good in length, and they can do a lot of things to just absolutely bother you and get you out of rhythm, especially offensively. More on that, it's Ryan Odom. Here's his presser yesterday as he spoke with the media, getting us ready for the San Diego State Aztecs and the Utah State Aggies tonight. Uh, obviously a great defensive team, uh, top three in the country, uh, number one in our conference, and you know, most of the, the categories on defense, if not all. Um, very physical team. Uh, they, they tend to switch effectively uh, and keep bodies in front. Uh, they really pressure you and, and will force steals and errant passes at times. Uh, they really feed off of that. Uh, you know, they're a ferocious rebounding team. Uh, they really uh, defend the rim really well. They attack your ball, and, and as you're going down for shots in and around the basket, they're trying to block your shot, and they're trying to wall up, you know, in an effective way and use their athleticism. Um, they've obviously got some experience. You know, you got multiple guys that, you know, have played in this game before. Uh, I'm talking about the Utah State-San Diego State game last year. Multiple guys have played over 20 minutes, you know, in those in those games. So this won't be anything new to them, um, you know, from that perspective. Um, and then, you know, offensively, they've got a dynamic score in, in Bradley. I think Butler's a key player for them, um, you know, as he gets going uh, and, and Bradley gets going. They're they're both really tough to guard. Um, one can make really really hard shots, and and, and the other. Uh, makes the right shots and takes the right shots, you know, for their team and is just a really good defender. Um, you know, up front they've got, you know, multiple guys in their front court that just really uh, play hard, um, are physical and tough. And so it's going to be a hard game uh, all around. It always is anyway when you're playing San Diego State. Um, but, you know, our guys are excited to, you know, to get back here in the spectrum. Is it their um, physical and athletic ability that makes them so tough to put the, the pressure? Is it just they're so athletic they can just cover ground with their length and their athleticism or what? I mean, I think it's both. I mean, you could be athletic and not disciplined, right? And you're not going to be very good. But they're athletic and they're they're well coached. Um, they know exactly you know how they want to guard. Um, they know when they need to help and when they don't. Um, and and they do use their physicality because they are they do have bigger bodies right one through five, um, you know and they understand uh, what they're trying to get accomplished on defense and and that's they're not giving up anything easy I mean that's really when you break it down they're not going to give you anything easy you're going to have to earn it and um, you know they're going to contest every shot. And that's, that's really who they are. And they're going to keep their chests in front. And they're going to run at you and help. Um, and if you can use that against them at times, it's easier said than done. Uh, and you can move the ball faster than they can keep.
keep their bodies in front, then you got a chance to get, you know, a decent shot. Um, but if you hold the ball against them, you know, it could be a long night. ISOs are not this game, you know, against them. It might be at the end of the game, um, but not not at the, the throughout. You're not going to beat them doing that. Before last night, they've been a team that's kind of struggled shooting the ball, but then last night they really shot the ball. Yeah, I mean, they have, they've had some games where they knock them in. I mean, a lot of it's, you know, Bradley, is he yeah. is he hitting threes? Butler certainly can make threes. Um, and they have some other guys that, you know, while their percentages aren't what they want them to be, um, you know, they, they guard you on the other end. So your three-point percentage is below theirs when you play them, usually. Is uh, you have to cover Bradley differently than you have to cover because of he's such a big part of it. Yeah, you've got to arrive on the catch. You got to be there and bother him. I thought Boise State did an awesome job, um, and he still scored some baskets. But you know they were there and fought him and and arrived on the catch. And he's a good passer too. Like you have to give Bradley credit. Like he understands. Like if you're going to load up on him and and try to put five against the ball, he's going to pass to his teammates. Um, and you know, he'll get it to him quickly, you know, for shots. Um, it's a little bit like how, you know, when when Harden was with the Rockets, a little bit like that. You know, you, you, you watch him out there in that middle of the court, and there's some similarities there where, you know, Harden, you know, you think he's getting ready to shoot it, and then all of a sudden he's passing it to a guy in the corner, P.J. Tucker, and he's banging a shot. Um, you know, he does that, you know, as well. Let me ask you. Our team really loading up against Justin Bean. I mean, his percentages are not what they were in the conference. And everybody in the conference, you scout more. Everybody plays more for it. But are they doing stuff special to stop Justin? Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is on us, you know, and that we've tried to force feed him a little bit at times. Um, and early in the season, we didn't necessarily do that. We let it come naturally through our offense to him. And we've tried to post him up a little bit more just based on the numbers. Um, and it allows the other teams to, you know, attack him a little easier rather than him being out by the three-point line and cutting towards the basket. And so we've tried to change that a little bit, you know, over the last you know, week or so, you know, to, to try to limit the amount of times that we're just trying to post him up. You know, he's trying to post up 33. Well, that's a hard thing when you're playing against Boise State. They, they guarded him with Armas, and so later in the game you saw us popping him out of there to try to give him more space, you know, to work with rather than he's locked on the block trying to shoot over a bigger guy. And so I think that's part of it. Part of it is, you know, we're playing better defensive teams. That's the other part, right? Boise's really good on defense. Uh, You know, San Diego State, certainly Wyoming, Fresno. Like, they're all numbers-wise. That's what they hang their hat on. Um, And so that that makes it tougher, too. I'm a few days off since you last played as a getting in the practice gym has that been good, good you know? yeah it's definitely been good for us to get in the practice gym it's been good for them to get a, get some time off too they took friday off and sunday off get their legs back you know because we know we've got several games in a short amount of time now that we've added you know the san jose state back onto the schedule you know it's it's quick turnarounds and so this team has been very good at, at following a scouting report in short order and being able to digest it um, pretty quickly and so, you know, we're, we're certainly focused right now, most importantly, on, you know, our next shoot-around, getting ready for uh, San Diego State, and then also, you know, just the actual game. And then we'll worry about what's past that when we get to it. But, 
um, you know, an important stretch for us, no, no doubt. Can you give us a run on your physical for this game? Who's available? Yeah, I mean, Ryland's going to be out again. Brock's out again. Um, Bean's coming off the, a little bit of a cold, and so he did practice yesterday, did today, as you saw. Um, and so it's just kind of running through us a little bit. Um, but it's good to see more Aggies back out here at practice, I'll tell you that. You know, we, there was a moment there where – we had several guys out with COVID and staff members out. And, you know, we were a depleted bunch, but it's starting to come back now, which is good. Ryland's feeling a little bit better, so, you know, that's a positive. That's Coach Ryan Odom in his presser as the Aggies get ready for the Aztecs tonight. Again, Matt Bradley has been kind of the key and the catalyst for this Aztec team. Uh, the Wooden Namesmith and Jerry uh, West award watch list and also Mountain West preseason newcomer of the year has been just every bit as viable as they were hoping for. He has scored in 33 of his last 37 games in the double figure uh, points. Uh, he is one of 12 players nationally to score at least 1,290 points in the previous three years. And he has a, at least a tray in five consecutive games, 13 total threes to be exact, 26 boards in the last four games uh, it's about six and a half average, and then he also has multiple uh, steals in four of the last six games. The guy's been an absolute menace, uh, and again, every bit of valuable they were hoping for out of Matt Bradley. He's going to be just one of numerous Aztecs who are going to come out ready to go. Look, this Aztecs team is is fired up. I mean, they lost a tough one to Shaver and Boise State in about almost nearly identical ways. That Boise State, you beat Utah State here inside the spectrum. And then they go out and they throttle UNLV. I mean, take them behind a woodshed treatment to a good to a decent UNLV team. They let them have it inside the Viejas Arena. This team is starting to roll and, and has been very good throughout Mount West Conference play. This is going to be a major challenge on the Aggies' hands. Again, it's third game in five nights for the Aztecs. Meanwhile, for the Aggies, they got this one. Then they're on the road at Reno, Nevada next, or excuse me, on this Saturday, and then home for three games next week. Every other day: Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. All inside the Spectrum. Catch tonight's game on FS1 or at least get to the Spectrum and uh, uh, watch the Aggies in person against San Diego State. A rematch of the last three years of the Mount West Conference Tournament Championship. Coming back, we're going to have more of the full court press, including some thoughts on the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, what are you doing, bro? What is your problem? We'll get to that much, much, more, much, much more. Right, by the way, don't forget Valvoline Instant Oil. They can take care of your car so well. In the cold weather where it's brutal on your vehicle, Taking in the Vaveline Instant Oil Change across from Angie's, which they uh, have Vaveline Syn Synthetic and Vaveline Max Life Oil for your vehicle. And they'll get back or get you back on the road fast. You can find them at 695 North Main and Logan, again, right across from and Angie's, where they're quick, clean, and easy. And that's how it should be when it comes to an, to an oil change. So he's stopping in, in today at 695 North Main in Logan. Coming up, more of the Full Court Press. I'm Ajay Salveson on 106.9, 1390 AM, The Fan. Sunday, it's the championship round of the NFL playoffs as we bring you a special doubleheader. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs host Joe Burrow and the Bengals in the AFC title game. Then, two division rivals battle each other for the NFC championship when the Rams take on the 49ers. Who will advance to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles? Hear the playoff picture unfold right here. Pre-game begins at noon, Sunday on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
What do Valentine's Day and Jarek's have in common? They're both all about the romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry has a great selection of men's and women's watches, earrings, bracelets, necklaces, and yes, engagement rings. Don't sweat it out worrying about where to get the perfect gift. Just come to Jarek's. Through Valentine's with any purchase, receive a forever metal rose handcrafted by metal petals. Valentine's Day and Jarek's, they're both all about the romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Cubex has extended their biggest special ever. Become a Cubex member and get your first two months for free. Then pay their lowest price ever, only $15 per month with no contract. You'll receive the Cubex Nutritional Guide eBook for free, a $30 value. Work out at Cubex with their virtual trainers in private, sanitized environments with no concerns, distractions, or comparisons. Achieve your goals at Cubex Fitness in Logan. This offer ends January 29th, $75 cancellation fee at time of cancellation. Cash Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cash Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cash Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cash Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880, 753 3-78-80. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. You think you're special. You do. I can see it in your eyes. Full Court Press here. I'm Ajay Salveson. Find soul for the final 15 minutes as Eric takes off. How funny is that, though? Seriously. A guy buys tickets for his family to go out to Plain White Tees. Everybody's excited to go to the concert. Everybody is so excited about going to watch the Plain White Tees, 2007's, 2008's punk, hip-hop, rock group, who's in love with Delilah. And then he realizes that the tickets were for tonight, not for Saturday, and he double-booked. So they're going to the Jazz game instead. Well, some of them are going. He's sending his older kids in to come in to work for high school games. That is brutal. Absolutely brutal, Eric. Come on. Know your role. All right. Uh, this, I just, I want, I, Colin Coward digs into football more than any other radio show I've ever heard. For a show that is supposed to be as flexible around the sports world as, as, it, as he is, or as it could be, and it can be, man, he sticks with football a lot. So, I don't want to get into too much of this because I'm sure Colin has shoveled over it 100,000 times, but this Aaron Rodgers situation is really getting weird, right? Like, he... I love what Colin said today when I was listening to the show here on the station. You know, it's like that magic trick where, hey, look at my left hand because I have this card, you know, this card. All right, now now look at my right hand because I'm doing something really funny with my right hand. Well, I'm going to hide the card behind me, and then you're going to look at my left hand. And there's going to be nothing there. So he's trying to, like, play a magic trick on the media in the NFL world. Well, that ain't working because people can already see it. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I make a decision, and I just go with it. Like, hey, I'm going or I'm staying. I'm leaving, but I'm here. I, which one is it? And the other question is, is if he goes, who do the Packers go get a quarterback? 
does Jordan Love become the starter? And if he is, oh boy, there's going to be some high, high temper tantrums around the cheesehead world that Jordan Love is the starting quarterback. Because I'm sure there's a lot of Packer fans that are like, dude, this guy couldn't do it in, in against KC. And his opening start, his first start ever, and without some of his key offensive guys, he couldn't get the job done. He couldn't move the ball down the field. Against Kansas City. <laughs> in Arrowhead. <laughs> I, people are so harsh on him, I don't get it. It still makes no sense to me. But if I'm the Packers, I'm telling Aaron Rodgers, make a decision to make it now so we know what to do. Where we want to go. What our plan's going to be. And stick with it. 6891. And they can't get off of LeBron's jock. That's true. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, and LeBron James talk all the time. That's that's all I hear. Couldn't say it better myself. Uh and then Rob Gronkowski, how about this? Uh, he's, uh, he said that if he was forced to make a decision right now, as we speak, on this very day, he says he would retire. Shut up, Rob. You're leaving because Tom Brady's going to quit. And Jameis Winston's going to come back and be the starting quarterback. And like, I don't want to have Winston overthrow me a ball and me get clocked in the chest and have my head taken off. It has nothing to do with you, man has everything to do with Tom Brady leaving, and you don't want to play with any other quarterback, which is, it's it's cool, it's a nice relationship, but just say it that way. Don't hide your feelings. 8003 says, Aj, I'm not a cheesehead, but I have many friends who are, and many are behind the idea of Jordan Love taking over. Lots of support on the Green Bay chat boards. Okay, here's the problem, though, is that when you look on the Green Bay Twitter account, they're all like, dude, if it's Jordan Love, we're out. Like, I'm going to go be a Bears fan. I'm going to go be a Vikings guy. There was very few on the tweeters saying that they were in support of Jordan Love. I think they should actually let the kid grow and start. Let him grow as a player. Or else he's never going to grow. Or else he's never going to learn. Or else he's never going to get better. Let him start in a football game. More than just one. Don't look at one game and say, well, that's it. That's what we know. That's what we have. That's our proof of pudding. Have an understanding of how the kid actually looks for a full entire game with reps, with practice, with opportunities to work with the first team for more than just one week, four days. Give him a chance. Then see what he does. I'm not dying on the hill that Jordan loves a bad quarterback after one game on the road in the loudest environment in the league. But what do I know? All right, we got to take our final break. We'll come back, wrap it up with some uh, talk of the high school basketball, Regional 11 high school basketball going on here in about an hour. Uh, we'll tell you who's playing where. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Of course I think Mac Jones has a lower ceiling than other guys. But this idea that, that the, the Patriots have to completely start all over is laughable. That's what they did this offseason. And teams don't go from starting over to reaching a Super Bowl. That just doesn't happen that way. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan. 
This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Sorry, I forgot to put in music. So we're going to get no music here coming to have our final break. Hi, everybody. Full Court Press. Wrapping it up here on 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing. So, uh, hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. And, uh, again, get out to the uh, game tonight. Go watch the Aggies-Aztecs. Again, the game is at 8.30. Pre-game is 7.30 with Al Lewis on KVNU. Jalen Moore, post-game with John Russell, Al Lewis, Jalen Moore on uh, 610 AM KVNU. So here is the high school schedule tonight, Region 11, high school basketball. Uh, let's see here. We're about halfway through region play. Am I right? Yep, I'm right. We're halfway through region play after tonight. What do you know? Uh, Bear River is going to be at Ridgeline. Uh, so that game will be both on uh, one, oh, excuse me, 1049 The Ranch with Rod Zundel and Van Park. Or excuse me, Rod Zundel on the call. Uh, let's see, and then Ridgeline will also be on the call. Dave Simmons, Nick Zollinger will be on that call on 104.5 The Ranch. So 104.9 The Ranch, 104.5 The Ranch will have it. Uh, Skyview is going to be taken on Logan. That game will be here on this station, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, and it will not be on Logan Station due to pregame with Al Lewis. So, uh, you'll just, you'll hear that game here and here only. Uh, Green Canyon is going to be taking on Mountain Crest, and you'll hear that game uh, on 100.9 Light FM uh, with Craig Hislop, who will be on the call uh, for that one. And, uh, again, you can find all these games on the CashValleyDaily.com where they are streaming, and you can watch the streams in their entirety, and if you miss any of it, you can watch it after. Uh, wake up tomorrow morning, grab a cup of hot chocolate, and watch some high school basketball from the previous night. Uh, and then if you want to need recaps, photo galleries, you can also find that on CashValleyDaily.com. All right, tomorrow we will talk NBA All-Stars starters. The lineups will be announced tomorrow. Should Rudy Gobert be a part of it? What starters will we agree with? Which ones will we disagree with? I'm sure there will be more disagrees than agrees. Uh, we will also have our pick six. Eric has not paid me back, so he owes me double in interest. Uh, you have the Jazz and Suns. We will recap that. Buck kicking from the Suns to the Jazz. Jazz are going to get owned tonight. I got the Suns by 12-plus. No Donovan Mitchell, no Rudy Gobert, and they just don't give a crap about basketball. Jazz lose by at least 12. What are your predictions tonight for the Aggies? I got, uh, look, the Aztecs are athletic, but this Aggie team is gritty. I mean, as gritty as you could ask for. Uh, They will not give up. They'll give you a fight. I think the guards will play well. I hope we make free throws. I can't tell you that we will. I can only pray that we will. <laughs> so I'm going to say 57-54 San Diego State. I think the Aztecs get the win, but I think it's a heck of a ball game. And if I'm wrong, I will be thrilled. I would love to be thrilled that I'm wrong. 6891 says San Diego State by 10+. plus. He says this one's going to be a route. I don't think anybody saw what they did to UNLV. I don't think anybody saw that coming. I certainly didn't. 
Really? By 10 plus at the Spectrum, though. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, I'm also intrigued by how long you, you got to play Shimon. Just body and size, he gives you more than, I mean, if we want to be honest with each other, just body and size, and you know how physical San Diego State's going to be in this game. Uh, I see Horvath being good. I think Shimon will be more helpful. And I know there's a defensive question there, but I don't care at this point. Like, let's let's do it. Let's see how it let's see how it ends up. Uh, and I just and you need your guards to play well. You gotta you gotta shoot better than twenty percent from three. You've got to make at least more than I mean. You can't miss seven free throws, right? You gotta shoot it well from the line. Guards got to give you a chance tonight. Uh, and the spectrum's gotta it's gotta be there. Show up, show out. How about this Utah State men's basketball team? Aggies Aztecs tonight, 8.30 on the dot, 7.30 pregame on KVNU. Recap will be followed immediately on KVNU, and then you can turn on to CashValleyDaily.com. You've been listening to the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan.